Ooh. Welcome back to Gangland. I'm your host, Scotty Demons. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the life of a street nigga compared to a regular nigga, but they all came from the same, you know, area. So I'm talking about like the hood or like, you know, poor or, you know, low income or whatever. And we're also going to be talking about my opinion on the Ashton Martin vanquish because that joke is to be continued. And we're also going to be talking about Stadia, which is basically the Netflix of video games. So let's get all into it right now. So first of all, we're going to be talking about the life of a street nigga compared to the life of a regular nigga. What I mean by like a regular nigga is like the, the dude that goes to, to, you know, to college or doesn't go to college, just builds a business or whatever. And that's what I'm doing. I'm on that side of things. Like I'm on the I'm the dude that like decided to build a business and not go to college, but also didn't decide to be a street nigga. And then when you like, let's talk about. I mean, I think you already know that side. I think I talked about this in my last podcast. So that part's basically my last podcast. So go tune into that. But I'll mention it a little bit later. But first, I'm gonna talk about the street nigga. So like in high school, I was a friend. With, I was friends with a lot of them because like I I smoke weed, <laughs> and they they of course you know sold the stuff. And, you know, we're always outside in the cut, you know, skipping class and stuff. So they were just always available. So I ended up being, like, friends with them. And, you know, I've been asked, like, a couple of times, are you with it? Are you with it? I'm like, no, because <laughs> I know that shit's dumb. Like, no offense, but this shit is dumb. It's dumb as hell. And, like, they were offended, but they were like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But their life, it starts out pretty bad, I think, because they obviously have... I think they have like parents that are always away and like they're neglected or whatever because they always got to work, you know, low income, pa- low income family stuff. Can't afford nothing. can barely eat. So they always had to like go get money somewhere else, somewhere else or whatever. And, you know, that's where it all begins. But unfortunately, they get, they don't pay attention to education because the education is the educational system isn't like designed for them. Like the education system wants you to like sit down like you know don't talk and that's exactly what street niggas like to do is not like they like to do exactly the opposite of that which is talk and you know do whatever the hell they want because you know they don't have no real home training like they don't i mean not like home training but like you know like no real you know they don't get enough attention from their parents you know be disciplined enough to you know do regular people stuff so they live that life and they always in the streets you know being all masculine and like you would think like street niggas are like non-emotional but like i swear to you street niggas are the most emotional niggas i've ever met in my life like it's actually kind of crazy how emotional they are like they don't really cry but i mean they cry if they cry like because they're really really mad or like they're fighting or something it's kind of weird and they're always they get mad about every little thing you know Maybe they get mad about where you're from. <laughs> they get mad about what you like. About They get mad about what expression you have in your face. It's like dumb shit, you know, because they're uneducated. They're just dumb or ignorant, I should say. Like, not to like razz them, but, you know, I, I get why they're like that. But, you know, this is this is their reality from my perspective, at least. So take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah, they're surprisingly really emotional. They literally either die at like, 20 or 40 like the 40 is like granddaddy to them because you know they are living the life of a street niggas like street street niggas either go to jail or prison because you know they had to do one big robbery and they got caught 
where they had to kill a couple people and they actually got caught this time and like some of them don't get caught and those are the ones that die at 20 <laughs> because they're like they're they're growing extra hard and they're just not getting caught for some reason and they're like shooting people and stuff but then they end up getting shot themselves because they're still human and stuff they kind of think they're invincible but they they probably think like that because they have to to you know survive the way they think they have to survive and if you're a street nigga right now i'm telling you like this specific time in our reality is the best time to not be a street nigga because you got the internet like i understand if you like got stuck being a street nigga in the 60s because you know that's when the government was really trying to keep you in the you know little box where you were and that's when like that's when like niggas like didn't even go down the street i mean like didn't like never had been down the street like always been on the same block their whole entire life because they're segregated by gangs and then segregated low-key by the government so that's how that goes so i get that back in the 60s but now you really have no reason to be even broke because i'm broke right now because like i pull out my money into my business so i won't have to be broke later because there is a recession coming and that's when's gonna that's gonna even the playing field well it's not gonna even the playing field it's gonna separate the playing field again from the poor and the rich like it's gonna go back to the old days and it was just poor and rich you think they had the middle class in the in the in the middle ages or like the roman empire there's I, I don't think there's no real middle class like i like i don't think they had suburbs actually let me not talk about it. i don't know i don't really know but i don't think there's really a middle class like we have today you know there's always just been poor and rich and that's how it's going to be in the future poor and fucking rich so get used to that but back to the street nigga stuff so yeah that's basically what a street nigga is if they don't if they don't wise up they're gonna either go to prison or die at 20 or 40 like it's nowhere they really it's nowhere in between that actually it's either 20 or 40 so yeah it's either 20 or 40 sure the regular nigga side which is college or start a business they end up living you know a normal life and they might encounter street niggas because they might get robbed and or like you know beat up by street niggas because you know they're that's what street niggas do and they or the street nigga might fuck their girl because you know the dude is like the regular dude is actually like you know doing stuff or his job or like you know making millions of dollars and not really paying attention to his wife and that's when the street nigga comes in the relationship and fucks his wife so yeah that's about it I mean, not about it, but that, but I mean, like, relationship-wise. But, you know, they end, they end up living a pretty regular life. They have their freedom to, like, live until however modern biology is, live, like, I mean, lets you live. And, yeah, it's pretty normal life. I mean, if their wife cheats on them, they can always just get another girl. Because they're either making money at that point. Like, if, you're, if you have a business, you can, it wouldn't even matter. Like, you can just trade out girls for three more girls or it wouldn't even matter if you just have money like because women are attracted to resources so like when men like grow up and get money that's the prime of their life like you probably think your 20s is the prime of your life no when you actually have the resources or success you want then that will be the start of your prime of your life it's not 20 it's probably like 40 or 50 that's the prime of your life because you, you even, you know, these like girl, these 20 year old girls, like, I need me a sugar daddy. I need me a sugar daddy. You know who's a sugar daddy? A 40 year old business owner. That's a sugar daddy. And he don't have to 
care about this girl. He just got to take her out for drinks and bring her back home and get exactly what he wants from her because she's going to give it up anyway. That's And she's going to get what he wants out of her him. She's going to get what she wants out of him. And he's going to get what he wants out of her. And that's it. And you ain't got to worry about nothing else besides living your life. And that dude might even, you know, the next night might invite three girls over that he doesn't even really care about because he knows it's just that type of day. <laughs> it's just Tuesday. So he just invites three girls over while the street nigga is in prison or dead. If he's in prison, he's fucking dudes. So he's going to he's gonna make three dudes come in his cell to rape another dude or he's going to be the one getting raped. So that's that's basically like what's going on. That's basically the comparison between, you know, a street nigga and a regular nigga. When they're 40, they're either one's either dead or the other one's either like living the time of his life. While and like that's the thing about street niggas. They think 20, 20 year old the twenties is their prime of their life, or like the teens is the, the prime of their life. No, that's when you're supposed to be like working and building stuff for yourself as a man. You're supposed to be out working, trying to get your resources or trying to find yourself. Because women are attracted to men with resources and know who they are and know what their purpose is and they can smell that and it because it radiates from your skin and your you know the way you carry yourself and that's what they're attracted to in case you didn't know what women are attracted to <laughs> a little sidebar so yeah that's basically that on to the next topic we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about the ashton martin vanquish and you know that jump that joint is like the Ferrari killer. Like, that thing is gonna destroy Ferrari. It looks like... The Vanquish looks like a 720S with, a, like, a different body on it. Like, it looks like it has a 720S chassis, but just a different body on it. It looks like Astamar was like, you know what? Let's try to throw some Ferrari, but let's try to throw a Ferrari on top of a, a 720S. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. But, you know, it looks better than a Ferrari right now because... Ferrari is really messing up with these little little stalling th- things that they're doing. Like, what is the F8 Tributo? Why are you making a 4, 488 Tribute? That car wasn't even all that. Like, nobody needed that car. Like, who wanted that? You just you should have just, like, made a new... You should have started your new, like, line of cars like you were supposed to. Like, Lamborghini and McLaren are shitting on you right now. Even Mercedes is shitting on Ferrari right now. Everybody just shitting on Ferrari. And Ashton Martin just came and just shat all over Ferrari. And that's about it. But back to the Vanquish. I really like that they're, like, going for these little sports cars now. Like, they're going for little little sporty joints. They're still going to make the little DB11s and DB9. I mean, not DB9s, but, like, you know, DB11s and stuff. Because that's a classic car. Like, women really love that car. If a, if a woman's gonna like any type of car, it's gonna be an Ashton Martin. You best believe that. Yeah, that, I like the way they're bringing back the Vanquish. Cause I was like, if they're gonna. They said they're canceling the Vanquish, but then they're like, you know, giving it to this Vanquish <laughs> because I think this, I think Vanquish will match this car way better. Cause it looks like it just vanquishes into the distance, and that's it. <laughs> so that's my thought. I think so. Basically, in conclusion. I think the Ashton Martin Vanquish is a beautiful car because, you know, obviously it looks like it takes the chassis from the 720S. Like, no lie, just compare the two. But it's obviously going to be a real great car. I mean, like, if you see the aerodynamics on this jump, it's actually pretty insane. But I think this one is just a concept. The thing they showed, I think it's just a concept for now. 
So hopefully it looks exactly like that. You know, it's only been taking them like 10 years to finish the thing. So like, I don't even know if they came out with um, the Valkyrie. No, they, I think they came out with the Valkyrie. Is it the Valkyrie? Is the Valkyrie the one that came out or the other one's the Valkyrie? But yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. The new one that looks like the baby, the older Vanquish, <laughs> basically. I think it's called the Valkyrie. But yeah, I think they. I don't think they have released a Valkyrie yet. I think that's why the Vanquish is still a concept. So I think they need to hurry up and release the Valkyrie because this joint is getting annoying. Like it's almost about to be outdated. Honestly, it's not even like it's it's. It just takes another something from McLaren. Even though actually, never mind. I'm not gonna say that because McLaren's come out to Speedtail and it doesn't look half as like you know aerodynamic as the 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 Valkyrie. So I'm not even gonna say that. So I mean, the Sun is way more aerodynamic because that's exactly what it's for. It's just meant for air to fly through it. So yeah, that's my opinion on the Vanquish. Hope you love that. You can give me your opinion on the Vanquish at Gangland Audio on Twitter. And in the next topic, we're talking about this uh, Stadia. We're talking about Stadia, the Netflix of video games. Now, I did realize that people have been doing this, like PSN now, no PS now, and um, I think Xbox has their own little version, but like nobody really paid attention to it because you know it's not really all that useful. I mean, nobody's really gonna get a subscription just to play old games unless they really just got money to blow and really love games that much. Like, you really have to love games that much to just go back and play old video games while you're still playing new video games. <laughs> And play pay monthly for it. So yeah, I mean, PlayStation's been doing it, and then you then I hear about um, even Verizon getting onto it, and then now Apple announced their little arcade, and everybody get like game or their original games and stuff, their own original games. It's about to be pretty wild. So I think everybody's about hopping to. It seems like everybody's hopping into the video game world. It's like it'll be crazy if like the next top video game companies are like Apple. And Stadia, like, could you believe? Could you imagine? Like, we just forget about PlayStation and forget about Nintendo, forget about Xbox, and just only play Apple and Stadia games. That would be freaking insane. That'd be fucking insane. That just culture cuss. I'm never doing that again in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be fucking insane. So twenty, no twenty thirty, we're only gonna be playing Apple and Stadia games. Watch. Let's bet on that. I bet fifty dollars. Hold me to it. Was that like eleven years from now? So yeah, hold me to it. So yeah, that's about it. That's it. That's exactly. I mean, you're gonna be able to. I think that's about it with the Stadia. So you're you're basically gonna be able to play it on any platform. Like you're gonna be able to switch from anything. I think all you gotta do is subscribe and then, like, um, I think all you gotta do is subscribe and then buy the remote, and that's about it. Yeah, and you got it. You can play whatever you want. So you can basically just play Assassin's Creed. Like they show off Assassin's Creed. Like if they're playing games like Assassin's Creed, that would be like like you imagine playing GTA just on your phone with a remote and then switching to your iPad instantly and then switching to your TV when you get home. That would be fucking insane. That'd actually be insane now I think about it. Now for this last old topic, I'm gonna be sharing a little story of mine. Because you know, it's a part of my life and I like talking about little parts of my life. So I'm talking about the one time I had to drive drunk. <laughs> so I do I disclosure, I did not recommend this, obviously, because I just had to do it. But so one night 
you know, it was Saturday, and I went to my friend's little birthday party thing at a, a hotel. And I walk in, you know, people there, not a lot of people, just like a couple people, and it's like him, them, just, I don't know, it's a bunch of people. <laughs> and then, you know, he was like, hey, yo, take this shot, it's Everclear. I was like, what the fuck is Everclear? He was like, you don't know Everclear? You never had Everclear? And like, if you know what Everclear is, okay, I'm basically gonna just say what he said. This nigga said, is 90% alcohol. I was like, are you trying to kill me? Like, what the fuck? Why are you want me to drink this? Why are y'all drinking this? And then he was like, just take the shot. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. All right, take a shot. Barely swallowed this shit. Like, this shit was so fucking hard to swallow. I've never, like, I've never drinking anything just so hard to drink in my life. Like, this shit was like swallowing straight poison. And that's basically what it is. <laughs> like, that's basically what it is. You're just swallowing poison. And then, you know, instantly, this shit hits my, the bottom of my stomach. I'm drunk as fuck. This shit was happening in 0.2 seconds. I was just not ready. Like, why the fuck? Who let these niggas put 90% <laughs> alcohol in a drink? He was like, yeah, this shit costs $90. I see why. It can't be easy to obtain. <laughs> like, I don't think just anybody will spend $90 on a bottle. So that's a pretty good price. <laughs> so, disclosure, if you remember this name, Everclear. Like, if you see that and anybody talks about that, just know what you're getting yourself into, okay? Just know what you're getting yourself into. He was like, yo, yeah, it's, it's strong as hell, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, nigga, I just got drunk quick as hell. Like, I never got drunk that fast before. <laughs> like, shit. And he was like, yeah, take another shot. I was like, you fucking crazy? And I took another shot because, you know, real nigga alert. <laughs> so I took the second shot. And I'm like, okay, I'm barely alive. <laughs> like, I'm barely alive. I was like, okay, this is literally, like double of what i was just experiencing and like i didn't know this was possible like i didn't know i could ever get this drunk and like five minutes later i was just like sitting on the couch taking pictures with the girls and then like we're done taking pictures and i was i barely kept my eyes open i was just like jesus christ how are we doing this and i eventually like started to wake up because we started like smoking in the bathroom and stuff and then like came back out you know started taking pictures uh, no, actually, I, that didn't happen twice. I got mixed up. So, the first time we started, after the second shot, we smoked. And then we came back out on this couch and then started taking pictures. I started taking pictures with the girls. And then, yeah, after we all started falling asleep, because we all had everything. We all started falling asleep, barely all keeping our eyes open. My friend whose birthday it was, I think it was his birthday. These niggas are just like drinking this shit like it's a regular bottle of water and shit. I'm just like, nigga, it's ever clear. Like, you must not like kidneys. <laughs> you must not like kidneys. Like, me and the girls are over here dying on the couch. And this nigga is just drinking this shit like it's water. And they're just sitting here watching us. Like, wow, these niggas are really falling asleep. I'm like, yeah, it's it's a really heavy, heavy hitter. Like, I never experienced anything like this. So I'm like barely falling asleep. And he was like, did you drive, Scott? And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I did, actually, shit. And I drove my mom's car that night. I drove my mom's car <laughs> to the fucking party. I was not prepared to get that drunk, I swear to God. If my mom hears this, I wasn't prepared to get that drunk. And if she actually is listening to this, this is the time when, like, it was one of those times I didn't come home until, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna tell you why. So he was like, did you drive, Scott? He's like, yeah, I, I actually did. <laughs> and 
and then my mom would blow my phone low-key i'm just like ignoring it because you know black moms like if they hear people in the background they're gonna try and show off and then mom if you're listening to this that's exactly why i didn't answer the phone because i know you were gonna try and show off but so yeah where was i so yeah he's like did you drive kind of like yeah and then he's like okay there's another room if you want to go sleep in there and i was like yeah sure and then so i eventually went into the other room and slept for about three hours until six o'clock in the morning was my phone was blown up obviously by my mom and then you know i drive home I was like make it down. I didn't tell anybody I left. I think they, they said they heard me leave. I obviously couldn't just tell them I left because like I had to go home. I didn't have time to go say bye and everything. And I was weirdly drunk. I was still drunk. I woke up drunk. <laughs> like I woke up drunk three hours later. And I was like, okay, fuck. We're gonna have to get your shit together. Like right now. <laughs> like we're gonna have to get all this shit together. And yeah, so I walked down the hotel. It's a hotel by the way. So we walk, I walked down elevator. No, get to the car, and I'm just looking at the steering wheel. The steering wheel, like, shit. Are we really about to do this? We got to do this now, because my mom had to go to work the next day. So I was like, I really got to do this right now. So I drive home. I take the back way home because it could, to avoid cops at all costs. Like the back way, and it's just like it's a really it's not a narrow road, but it's like one of those little roads that, like, in the woods to go to the woods and everything. So it's one of those roads, and I decided to take that. And I'm just like, okay, there's two rows right now, but, you know, fuck it. I'm going to just keep holding the steering wheel straight. <laughs> like, I'm going to just hold the steering wheel straight and everything's going to be okay. So I'm just driving, uh, driving. I think I almost, you know, fucked up a couple of times. I probably did. Like, honestly, I might have killed a couple of children. Like, <laughs> honestly. So, yeah, I, I can't really remember the drive home, but I know it wasn't that great. I didn't, like, fuck up the car or anything. But I know it wasn't easy. I know that for sure. So I make it home. I think my mom was sitting on the couch looking at me. Like, I don't remember the conversation, but I just know she was there. And, you know, I go to sleep and I stayed asleep that whole entire half of that day. Like, I think I don't remember that day either. I just know I remember that. So that was pretty crazy. That was like one of the wildest points of my life. Let me know if you want to hear more about my shit or my other stories, because I got more, I think. Let me see if in this old noggin, I got some more stories. So, tweet at me, at Gangland Audio, or follow me on Instagram, Scotty Demons, at Scotty Demons. I'm pretty sure you know how to spell that. And catch the next podcast. See you later.